Does my open house suck? I know a lot of agents that are doing terrible, terrible open houses. And I know a lot of agents that are doing amazing open houses. So in this episode, I wanted to have some fun and talk about things that you might be doing great that you need to really take to the next level and things that really suck when you're doing an open house that you've got to stop doing. So my name is Brendan Bardick. I've been selling real estate now for 20 plus years. I've done plenty of open houses and I've been to plenty of open houses. And so we're gonna talk about some of the things that are gonna make this great. So number one, I put down here pre-open. The way to have a successful open house versus a sucky open house, if you will, is what do you do prior to the open house? So here's what a lot of agents in my office do that drives me nuts. They go, it's Friday. I need to act like I'm a realtor this week. So can I do an open house tomorrow for you? And I go, well, it's Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I do it tomorrow, Saturday or, or even Sunday? And I go, all right, well, our open houses start a week prior or at least five days prior on a Monday. So we can pre-market that open house. Well, yeah, but I, I didn't do anything this week. And so I'm, I'm really struggling for business. So I, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm not saying that you can't do all of your pre-open house on that Friday for a successful open house on Sunday. And I know everyone that's watching this, you're going in this market. Houses are gone in less than 24 hours or 48 hours. And I say to you, that's not true because every single weekend I see hundreds of open houses across our entire town and we live in a very low inventory market. So there's always open houses. The second piece of this is obviously if you're getting listings and, and following a, a specific program to be successful at listings, you're always going to have open houses that need to be pr produced or, and that have success. So the pre-open becomes very important. Are you calling the neighborhood at, at a time? to let them know that you're having the open house? Are you door knocking to let them know that you're having an open house? A certain amount of homes, 100 up and 100 down, you know, or 100 in the neighborhood or whatever it is. Are you making sure that you're doing direct mail and inviting people with handwritten note cards or postcards or whatever it might be that you're doing? Are you posting it on social media that you're going to have a coming soon for, or an, up, an open house coming that's happening this weekend? Are you really doing all the pre-things to create generation of, of, of interest that people are going to want to come? Is it posted on the MLS as an open house for that weekend? Is it marketed everywhere? Is it in the buyer remarks and the broker comments? So there's a ton in this. Below, I'm going to put on this in a, a document that's called a seventh level open house that we utilize that I really think you'll get a lot of value out of. And if you're listening to this on a podcast with us, go to Brendan Bardic Real Estate Coaching. We'll have it in the files section on there as well. That's our private Facebook group. Number two is what are you doing at the open or at the actual day of the open house. So what I think about here is critical. This means what time are you getting to the neighborhood? Now I see agents getting there, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes before. You need to be in the neighborhood an hour before your open house. You need to before that map out where all the signs are going to go to make sure that it's gonna funnel the best location based on the major arteries to where your location is. You need to go to the office that morning unless you have it at your house or in your car and get balloons with your logo on it or your company's logo or your team's logo or whatever 
it is and make sure that you have balloons and all your signs are ready. To do an open house with our organization, you have to have 10 signs minimum. And that's minimum. Directional, pointing people to where to go with balloons on it and all of this. What's the point of doing this if you're not going to try to get a lot of people to the open house? So you have to make sure that this is all done ahead of time. I'm at the house 30 minutes prior to my open house start. I always bring my open house ready kit, which is broom, dustpan, Windex, paper towels. Yep, it sucks people. I'm telling you, it sucks to have to get the place ready for you to do the things that need to do to make this house shine. You have no idea how the sellers left it. They could have been running out late and little Johnny had his, his applesauce on the kitchen counter and it's everywhere. Make sure you're prepared. You could be at a vacant house. The You thought it was clean. You're doing an open house for someone else and it's gross. Make sure you have that survival kit ready and available to make that place shine and get out of your head and your ego that it sucks that you have to do this. You have the opportunity right now to meet a bunch of amazing clients that are going to make you hundreds of thousands of dollars in the future. You could be cleaning toilets at a hotel every single day and that could be your job. You had to freshen a house up so you can make a ton of money and meet great people. That's a big piece. Now, here's a pro tip for at the open house. A lot of people bring business cards, brochures, all these things to, to hand out. What you really want to do instead of handing out flyers is you want to have everything laminated that you offer and you'll show it to people and then you go, if you'd like me to send a copy of this directly to you, all I need you to do is put down your email and your name and I'll send that out. I'm really eco-friendly and I'm not trying to give all of the, you know, I don't want to have to kill a bunch of trees. I'll send this all digitally to you. I just need the correct email address, name and phone number. Exchange of information. Instead of giving everything else out for free, you want them to give you something so you can continue to market to them and follow up in the future. Second pro tip, I require anybody that enters an open house to show me a valid uh, driver's license. I always take down their information and their home address is usually on their driver's license. I can then go and reverse address, search that property later to find their contact information and continue to market to them. Then, of course, if you want to, if you're doing a luxury one and you want to add champagne and cookies and snacks and do all these things, knock yourself out. The more value you provide, the longer people are going to stay and the longer they stay, the more conversations they're going to have and the more conversations they have are going to lead to building a relationship that is going to lead to you being in real estate business with them at some point. And then last is step number three, after the open. So remember, pre-open, at the open, and then after the open house. So now I've gathered all this data, all this information, I collected all of this. Now I'm gonna start my nurture funnel to make sure that I get into a real estate relationship with these people that I met that weekend. I see people do open houses and I'm like, so how'd it go? Yeah, I met one guy that I think is interested. And I was like, what about the other nine that showed up? Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, never got their contact, they didn't sign in, so got one person. So that's going to be a low conversion. You want 30 people to show up and get 25 pieces of contact information. And then out of that 25, hope that three, five, six, seven people will actually turn into a real estate transaction. That's what we're really, really hoping for here. So data collection and then putting them on the nurture. And then here's part of your nurture program. We call it an eight by eight, eight touches, eight weeks in a row to embed you into their mind. So first week, a uh, handwritten note card, second phone call, third Third, text. Fourth, item of value. Fifth could be a text. Sixth could be a phone call. The next one is a sports magnet. We have a whole system that we teach about this, but it depends on what your eight things are. You've got to brand you into their mind for eight weeks so they go, Brendan is my real estate professional. Period. End of story. So that's a simple way to think about this, right? So does your open house suck? I, I hope not. I hope you're doing these practices and I hope you're having fun with this, but think about those three. Pre-open, 
at the open and then after the open. And you'll have a lot higher conversion, a lot more fun with this. Instead of thinking I have to do an open house, I get to do an open house is that mindset that you're looking for. And then of course have that affirmation before every open house. Today I'm going to meet a million dollar buyer. Today I'm gonna to meet my next million dollar listing. It's all about meeting people. It's all about putting it in perspective. I hope you enjoyed this. Like it, leave me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you're doing special for open houses. And as always, I wish you great success.